Loading Nerd Track Program. Listen when ready. I know David's eager to talk about these. He's already very excited. Uh. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's dive in because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, and you've got more than just the three of us because that's always better. Uh, welcome to the Nerd Trick Podcast, everybody. I am Jeff. I'm here with David. Hey, guys. And Phil. Hey, everybody. More importantly, we have a guest with us. Welcome, Kim. Hey, thanks. Thanks for being here. On. Yeah. Um, I I have to admit, I I love because you're you're an engineer, right? I am. Yep. And I <laughs> I like your TikToks because it's always about especially you help to explain things in a in a, a way that I can understand, which always is is very nice. I enjoy that. <laughs> oh, so like a second grader. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. You're welcome. I can't your mouth. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> talking down to your audience. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the dirty secret is that I went to customer service a couple of years ago, so I'm a weird engineer now. Like I used to oh, just boy. design. I used to just draw drawings about how to plug things in all day, and now I talk to people. So I don't know. Someday I will have to tell the world of TikTok how to why engineers should do that and why it's been actually a really fun adventure. But you know. I don't want to decrease my nerd credentials <laughs> too early on the bat. Just say, does it involve being a glutton for punishment? I work to customer <laughs> service. <Blah. laughs> That's got to be a change, though. It's an adventure. It's yeah. so much more of an adventure than uh, the block diagrams. I hate to say it. <laughs> well, so which is easier, just like uh, designing some massive electrical system in a plane or talking to actual people? Uh, Designing the massive electrical system of the plane with the yeah, darn it, I'll admit that because it's slower. There you go. Is, I know, but uh, but I don't know. I I learn things better when I have to like re-explain them to everybody, and that's why I think I like it because it really gets into my head. That makes that's sense. True. Yeah, because yeah. if you can teach it and you can explain it, yeah, then being repetitive about it, yeah. 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 And and you know what? I think that's why too this year I gotten into more like social media stuff because in the past, um, engineers, we always have this fear, like you shouldn't talk to people. You're going to divulge some like super secret, like military thing or something like that. I don't know any super secrets, but so we have to like hide. No, you know? we got to put all of in the world of like the not hiding. I think I've figured it out. I'm trying. There you go. Stop hiding. Don't hide. Yeah. Just not yeah. full force. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, no, we're excited to, to have you on. We'll, you know, talk about some nerdy Star Trek stuff. Um, but I always like, like to ask, um, how did you get into Star Trek? Um, yeah. So, so don't talk about the non nerdy Star Trek stuff. Is that what you're saying? That whole category of um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want. No, uh, TNG was my first Star Trek. I don't remember. We were kids and it was on every single night, but it was on at like 9 PM and mm. I was only allowed to stay up past nine o'clock on Fridays. 
So I have no idea like what order I saw the shows in or anything. I think it was kind of random because I don't think I would have. This would have been way early 90s, maybe late 80s. Okay. So I guess how it all was working. So we were just catching random stuff. And so I don't think I saw things in proper order until I rewatched them many, many years later. But um, TNG and then watched uh, Deep Space Nine a little bit and then loved Voyager so much. So that was yeah. the order of things. And I'm not like 100% caught up on all the new stuff, all the Picards and Discoveries and everything. Is there like a quiz or anything? There's there's going to be a 50-point quiz. <laughs> no, don't worry. Okay. No, don't worry. Um, no, it it's hard to keep up on it because there's just so much of it now. There's so oh, much track now. Okay, good. Thank yeah, you. it's a lot. Thank um, no, but No, that's kind of funny though because it's like – um, I think that's how a lot of people probably caught Star Trek was those 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 random reruns or in syndication or you know you watch something from season one and then an episode from season four and just it's it's all out of order, nothing makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, they were really fun characters and everybody on the show just sounded really really smart. Um, I was kind of like blown away. Many years later, I learned that the writers would just throw something into the script that was literally like throwing some techno babble and sound smart. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Yeah, basically. I thought it was all 100% real. Like, I thought that was going to be my life. And yeah, no, no. Really. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll just throw in like phase inducers or the gravitational anomaly or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just just make up some words. Yeah, I felt so betrayed. Yep. Pretty oh. much, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, did did, did that contribute in, in, in any way to your love of science and getting into engineering? Um. It might have. I, I think <laughs> about that a lot. Yeah, it, it, it must have. I don't know. I can't I can't decide if it was not to like betray the Star Trek, but if it was Captain Janeway or Dana Scully. One of those two inspired me to become a super nerd. Both are perfectly valid. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> if, if you're going to pick two strong women from, from the 90s, those are that's, spot yeah, on. That's two. Yeah. yeah, I'm not the only one. Oh, yeah. Good. God, I should watch X Files again. I haven't watched that in years. That's been forever. Yeah. I haven't watched it in, yeah, weeks. Days. In weeks. I <laughs> <this>. <laughs> yeah, same. It's been ones and ones of days. <laughs> it's been hours. Yeah. Right on. Um, oh. So, since TNG was kind of your intro, um, or any favorite characters from there, or, or who's your favorite characters overall? Um, yeah. Uh, gosh, I thought about this. Yeah, because TNG. Um, I I love data, mm. that whole like idea of just an Android who's just trying to figure stuff out and and telling it like it is. Um <laughs> and then uh, yeah, Voyager, Captain Janeway, I'm trying to think of the other top five characters. Those are good picks though. Yeah. Janeway, there's so much ah god, she's such a good captain. I can't wait till we get to Voyager on this. Yeah. If I yeah. say Spock, do I have to pick a Spock or could I say like the Zachary Quinto and the Leonard Nimoy Scott? <laughs> Any Spock you want. Choose your Spock. Okay. All all yeah. versions are valid. Choose your all own Spock. Spocks. And then Voyager's um engineer. Um oh, the uh, engineer was pretty awesome. Alana oh, uh, Torres. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I blanked on that. <laughs> you don't remember everyone's name from every show? Come on. I can't believe it. I would under normal circumstances. I don't know. I must be flustered. I'm going everywhere. So yeah. Okay. That's probably. Yeah. She's good. I like, she she has a good arc as well. Dealing with like the Klingon stuff and then like the Maquis and all that. Yeah. Starting out just punching people, but you know, then she like makes friends and it could still punch people. She can still (laughs) punch people. Yeah. Yeah. And then she finds her nerdy gamer boy and then they, you know, settle down. (laughs) See, it all works out. 
<laughs> That's awesome. She seems like she would be like a LARPer who found her nerdy, you know, golden retriever <laughs> gamer boy. And then oh it just kind of works out. <laughs> a LARPer. <laughs> She's a LARPer. She's got a sword. She's multiple swords, apparently. Multiple swords. If you... Everyone should own at least one sword. Everybody bring your bat left. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome. Uh, Right on. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we can can have you on and have different nerdy Trekkies. It's always fun. So thank thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Of course. Um, All right, let's talk about Star Trek. Uh, Today... We're talking about Emergence. So TNG, Season 7, Episode 23, original air date May 7th, 1994. Uh, We're getting towards the end. Um, Basically, the Enterprise kind of spontaneously creates consciousness and a life, and then weird shit happens, and there's a holodeck. It's also the day the writers ran out of ideas. Super weird, you guys. (laughs) I almost wondered if this was like a bucket list episode. Like, what do we want to do? We only have a couple left. They're like, yeah, they're like, we, we got to do, we got to do one more big holodeck episode. We got to do, yeah, one more crazy. Let's what, get all yeah, the costumes. What should we do? Make the holodeck costumes. come to life. <laughs> yeah, because they, because they, they must have just pulled costumes from like the Paramount lot. They're like, we need a knight and a gunslinger and like an engineer, like a a train engineer, and they're like, we need all kinds of stuff. And they just yeah, used all just of it. Run in and grab stuff, and then we'll make <laughs> the characters. Oh yeah, this the train set is from Bram Stoker's Dracula movie. Oh really? This is the train just redressed from that, so they didn't have to blow budget on building a whole new set for the train. Cool. Nice. Well, and then the street they use is probably some back lot. It's a back lot, typical New York street. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Your generic whatever they've got on the set. Makes sense. Studio lot. Yeah. So. All right. Um, actually, let's start with Kim because I, I I think I know where David's going to go with this, but let's start with Kim as our guest. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on the on the episode over overall? Um, I mean, it's not going to go down as like one of my favorites. It was fun. <laughs> I mean, I would I would pop popcorn and watch it. You know, and it's a it. Here's a theme that I have always liked about Star Trek though is Jordy and Data running around together fixing weird stuff. That should be a show by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a trope. Like they'll repeat that. They repeat that a couple times, and it's always Over. like a pretty Over. decent episode because they're they're having fun. They're working well together. You know, solving the puzzle. Even though <laughs> but the show was a little, I found it to be a little slow. That's the only thing. I mean, the beginning, the train scene, the characters are. I think giving a ton of information, and everybody's just sort of staring off into space. Like, what's going on? Oh my gosh! I'm like, well, they they showed you what they're making on a puzzle. Why don't we just go right? with that? Yeah. Whatever for them to figure out that there's going to be like this, the the spaghetti thing is important. What was that? I don't know what that was. <laughs> it looks like it. Yeah. It, it always kind of like reminded me of you know when you go to the dentist office as a kid and they have that um, toy where it's like a bunch of intertwined things and you move the little marble yeah, around like, it. That's what it always reminded me of. Yeah. Oh, like a yeah. Thing. There's little yeah. shapes. Yep. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> Basically, I just picture some some writer has probably took his kid to the desert. Like, you know what? We should make a whole episode about this. Yeah, yeah. I made this random thing. We just bent some bars around. Let's make it into a <laughs> sentient being that the ship <laughs> somehow magically makes, and it works out okay by the more magic. I liked it. The I liked it. The can I skip to the end? I don't know. Sure. Did you trying to go sequentially sure. in this? Eh, <laughs> not, not really. really. We go where, <laughs> where it takes us. We go wherever. 
at the end, you know, I, I think it was Riker was talking to Picard like, hey, how'd you know that was all going to turn out okay? And he's like, it was going to turn out okay. It's fine. He's like, what? Yeah, I didn't. It's, that uh-huh. was, there, was no, there was no indication that any of that was going to turn out okay. He was just along for the ride. They were very lucky. Yeah. Well, yeah, because because he says he's like, oh, well, it's part of us because of all of our logs. And so it's hopefully our our oh, humanities yeah. in there or something. We're good people. So it'll be good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, man. In the future, are we going to trust computers that much? Probably. Is that the future we're getting at? Because it I never am goes not well. Right now. Well, I mean, we kind of already do computer yeah. computer controls like nuclear power plants and. Wow. Yeah, air traffic cool. control and almost everything it's it's crazy oh, yeah. we're screwed if I like, guess I so. my devices start behaving in ways that i cannot predict i'm never like i'm sure it has all my good intentions at heart oh yeah when the machines rise up we're hosed 100 oh, yeah. dude the yeah. amish are gonna be like we told you told you hmm. <laughs> you, you, you and your devil machines <laughs> that'd be amazing uh David, what are your yes, thoughts? Jeff. <laughs> uh, well, should we get the normal bullshit out of the way? Go for it. Jeez, was this a lot of bullshit? Why? Why change it up now? <laughs> why change it up now? Well, because it applies. This, this is this is the most bullshitty of bullshittiest episodes. What the hell? <laughs> like, I, even at the beginning, the moment I saw Data in the outfit, I was like, "Oh, great! It's going to be another one of these ones where they're doing like." A play in the in ten forward, and everybody has to come and watch and roll their eyes. Uh, and then the train comes through, and he can't stop it. And I'm like, oh god, is this really where we're going with this one? All right. Were you like, no? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I couldn't see it coming because no sane person would, like, no sane writer would have sent it in this direction. But ouch. Uh, sorry, that, that's the truth. Uh, it's it's oh. Just always oh, gonna <laughs> pop into sentience because it's got data and it's kind of like a, a being, but it's not. And so, boop, it's gonna happen. No, that's not how this happens. It's not how anything happens. <laughs> Things don't just I wonder, spontaneously though, spawn sentience because, like, <laughs> is is that okay? Because I'm not a biologist or or any knowledge to to any certain degree of that. But I wonder, is that possible? Is any of that even remotely possible where they could just spontaneously create a consciousness? No. Like whether it's uh, organic or or a computer. This is where the, fic- this is where the fiction part of science fiction comes in. Yeah, we have. Is there it, has been absolutely no situations it, in which examples of that have ever occurred. The better like, question. The better question should be: Is it impossible? That's a good question. Yeah, because it's not possible yeah, right now. Is. Maybe. No. Right. I, that, I, that we know of. David, your friend, but I'm 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 gonna try and ask someone who knows more than you do. Well, <laughs> or even knows more than I do. Even if you build a recursive AI that's designed to learn itself, you have to build the basic blocks of an AI system and then allow it to learn through either trial and error absorption of information. This is like just a bunch of data in a computer that decides to come to life. That doesn't happen. <laughs> Somebody well, we would have were had to have designed at, it and started one, it. Well, at one point, we were just a glob of cells that came together until one day, poof. We had thought and consciousness and depends how existential you want to get. Yeah. An evolution debate here, but the, the general rule of the universe is order doesn't come out of chaos unless somebody designs it and puts it together. 
that's just what we see in nature. It's what we see in the world. It's what we see in computing. You can't just put a bunch of random data in a machine and have it suddenly spawn a conscious thought. It's not going to. Right. Well, especially it was random data in a machine that was seeking out a very specific like element in the universe or something like that. that oh, yeah. Readily available on the yeah. Ship. It wasn't even like evolved for the current environment it was in. It was evolving out for some totally random thing that they couldn't find anywhere. Are those real particles? Do we are I'm I'm guessing not. The vertiform particles? I, I don't oh, even I know. know I don't know. Oh, I, I looked up not, uh, I, I looked up theta flux because that's the thing that like hit the ship and I was like, is that they just picked like a random Greek letter. <laughs> oh <laughs> probably. yeah, probably. They like throw a word next to it, it sounds fancy. Flux. Or something yeah. flux. It looks like it's fluxing. It's fluxing. We'll call it sure. flux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, that's a bigger debate, I guess, if that's even possible. I don't know. I mean, maybe in the future, if we have a more advanced, I, I don't know. This is why I'm not into computers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, somebody could develop one that then grew and got out of hand and things like that. But especially for, like she said, to go from nothing to a seedling that knows exactly what it's looking for and searches it out in the universe and like uses the whole ship as part. Like, it's just. Oh, so much bullshit. There's so much well, bullshit in this episode. But it's not, but hasn't it grown over the seven years between the, all the experiences? So it's, I don't know. Is that part of its growth? No, what, I I, what I mean is they would have like mm-hmm. data and, and majority and the people on the ship would have known there was a consciousness brewing inside the computer it's that would have had to then come out. It's not like suddenly this thing has been growing for that long. It just suddenly decided to take over the ship they didn't even give it you know, like one of its typical bullshit reasons of like oh some radiation hit from here and that spawned something to spark it's like no it just just happened it just happened if if, if you go back to, <laughs> to, to to the classic animated show episode where the ship does come alive so it totally happens yeah right yeah. it's canon <laughs> sort of and more believable in an animated series but still <laughs> sure probably <laughs> um yeah, so some weird stuff happens. I don't, uh, I don't know how else to explain this one. Yeah, that's kind of, I guess the holodeck is kind of its like imagination or processing center, where that's where you can kind of interact with it, or it's trying to figure its own stuff out. That's how I kind of took it, right? Yeah, I think it's just a way for it to be able to express like what's happening in a way mm-hmm. that we would understand by using the different holodeck characters, because they say it takes portions of multiple, like fifteen or twenty or something. Data gives a number. Uh, different program elements from different programs mm-hmm. all incorporated into the train. Yeah. And yeah. they think they're, they represent different, like the, the gunslinger is the like phasers and, you know, defense or. Yeah. So it's different so, aspects yeah, once, of the ship. Once you get past the core bullshit, then the rest of the bullshit starts making a little bit more sense <laughs> in terms of that initial bullshit. But. This is I think you just being optimistic was... at that point. At some point you're like, I hope this will make sense. Well, no, at, at a certain point I just have to go, all right, this is happening. And I have to run. <laughs> like, yes, yes. That is exactly yes, how I felt about this episode. You just, you just kind of sit along for the ride. Yeah. You have to go through the seven stages. There's like denial. We're not in a high level episode. Bargaining. Happen. He's going to get done with the Shakespeare. And then finally acceptance. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a good Good way to put it. Now, see, see, now I'm going to picture every bad episode is like, okay, I'm angry that it's a bad episode. Now I'm crying crazy. about it. Yeah. You're like, okay, now I'm just accepting that it's a bad episode now. <laughs> yeah, see. Right on. Um, I don't know. I always kind of like this one as a kid because it, it stuck out of that 
or at least from what I understood, you know, being a 12 or whatever, when this came out is like, Oh, I wonder if, if that's how life is could create itself. I don't know. I, th- I thought, I think the, the idea is interesting, even if it's buried in a pile of bullshit. Yeah. Well, Maybe. and sure, it, yeah. it's, it's fun. <laughs> and once you get, and once you push the bullshit stuff aside, it's just a fun episode. You get weird stuff happens on the holodeck. Mm. They, they figure out what's going on. They figure out not necessarily how to control it, but how to control it. Cause I mean, data convinces the engineer to take over um, control in the engine room, which mm. enables them to slow the ship down and get regain some control. And then, I mean, it's, and it's the typical, okay, we've got two minutes left. Let's get this thing wrapped up. And they go to the nebula, <laughs> blow off the torpedo off comes the Verdeon part. They're good to go. That's all. There yeah, is. And it flies away, but it's fun. I mean, you get like actual stock, like, the very first scene when data and Picard almost get run over by the Orient express. It's like, <laughs> like, okay, where's this hat? What's happening here? Yeah. Yeah. I will give and you it's that. like, and it's like actual Step footage aside. from the movie murder on the Orient express. That train footage is like, Oh, was the actual, it the actual oh, it footage? Is? Yeah. Oh, no, I give you that. Once you step aside that, it is a fun episode. And I think that's that's always my hang up with it being on Star Trek is that Star Trek tries to be scientifically accurate and then does crap like this. And I'm like, it's so far outside. But I'm like, if this was a show that was typically more fun, less scientifically based, this would be a fun episode. Well, and this is season seven as well. So we get some of the more. So we've got this. We've got like Genesis where everybody devolves. It's we, we're kind of getting all the just the crazy shit starting now. Oh, yeah. This is definitely um, the fuck it season. They're like, fuck it. We're doing whatever. We're going to try it. We're going to try something. <laughs> yeah, that is how I felt about this whole this episode from the beginning. Yeah, that they were just like, nobody cares. Throw some Shakespeare yeah. in it. Get some costumes. Right. Yeah. If it starts with Shakespeare, you, then you, like, you know, something's up. Yeah. Yeah. Like that last week of school, there's like the teachers trying to get kids to learn, <laughs> but you're but... just passing out coloring sheets and workbooks. And <laughs> yeah, you're, roll, you're yeah. rolling yeah. Your on a movie. And fire yeah. up a movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're, we're doing a film strip and making popcorn, and we're not even trying. <laughs> we're gonna, uh, we're gonna push it in the old 150 pound steel cart with the TV perched up on top. God, I love the AV cart. That was <laughs> the best. You knew it was gonna be a good day if the AV cart rolled in. A friend of yeah. mine is trying to find one of those because he's trying to do some retro thing in his office. So he's like, hey, anybody know where I can get an old steel TV cart from school? Oh, man. I'm like, dumbass. What are you to doing? Hold those big That'd CRT awesome. TVs? Oh, man. Yeah. Big 150-pound <laughs> TV on top of it. And <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, no one dies in this one, so we can't <laughs> add to the kill count. Amazingly. Uh, I know. Well, oh, we did well, get We did get an appearance from a blue barrel. When they were standing there in the cargo bay and the ship started rocking and the barrel falls down, like, oh, watch out. Everybody looks up like, we're not going to pull a wharf. Sorry. Are you counting the blue barrels? (laughs) We should have. No, sadly. Only the the people they kill. Oh. Yes. (laughs) Which was almost once. Unfortunate way to go on Star Trek. But common. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Giant blue barrels up on high perches. Who would have imagined that would be hazardous? They stack them there's, terribly. Yeah, there's yeah. no OSHA in the future. There's, there's no. zero secure, like there's not even a ratchet strap or anything on it. Tie downs, <laughs> nothing to hold them in place. No, they're just asking okay. for trouble. They're gonna get so many fines. Initial dampers to take care of it. Like, <laughs> well, that's what always confuses me. Is like, why does like uh, um, all the shit and like is now a dampener? 
<laughs> yeah, well, but like all the stuff that like uh, people have in their quarters, all the knickknacks and trophies and stuff. Like, how come those never fall and they got to pick them up every time after a battle? They all they all have that blue sticky stuff that they set them down with. Quick <laughs> tape, a little tack, double sided double sided Velcro, something like that. Just <laughs> that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> um, I mean, even Picard's Nescos survives the crash of the Enterprise. So, yeah. It's, we'll, we'll get to that soon. soon. That's will. coming soon. Uh, yeah, that's Saturday, kind of it for this one. That's, yeah. I know. Um, they help it form a new life, and it goes on its merry way, and then that's we never see it again. It's just out cruising. Yay, episode over. Can we move on to the next one? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I would love an episode of Star Trek where or like lower decks where like all these random aliens or like godlike creatures or random shit that just come back. And they're like, hey, we're, this is our like. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if the Cerritos ran into this thing again? Yeah, there's like some meeting where like all these one off <laughs> characters are just hanging out. I would love that. Because <laughs> there's, like, there's way. It's like a, it's like a reunion. Yeah, the, it totally would be. It absolutely would be. Um. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't know. I thought we would have more to say about this one, but I, but I guess it was just a big pile of shit for everybody. Uh, it really <laughs> we was. We'd really like really go was. deep. I enjoy it, but no. I'm giving this one a three. Ooh, three on low. The Harsh. That's low for you. Mm-hmm. That's almost um, Binar's low. This was this was not enjoyable. <laughs> we got to see Data right. hold uh, a car back. That, that was, was pretty great. cool. Yeah, whenever there's like a strong <laughs> just, Data scene for the fans. Yeah. Just like arm, she's just stiff arming a taxi cab. Just like, <laughs> I found a solution. When God, the outfit they had him in in the beginning too. I, I was just wondering, like, if they can make a costume or make a costume appear on him, give him a wig. Why can't the holodeck make his skin look normal? Like, because <laughs> you'd think he would for for doing a play or something. People wear makeup when they perform. Like, why yeah. wouldn't you? I'm sorry. Do you want data in whiteface? Come on, David. Yes, I want Data in white face. I want him to be Caucasian face. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, that took a turn. All right, send your All hate right. mail to David. At <laughs> David <laughs> at NerdTrek. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I live off of people's tears. Right. It's true. It's It sustains him. I've seen it. It sustains me. Wow. Um, yeah, we get a good mix in this one. You got some holodeck stuff. You get some sort of science-y. Not really stuff at least they get the, the the whole cast is in it even for a little bit um that's nice everyone yeah. got to play mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um cool i don't know i got nothing else anyone yeah. i mean it's, or, it's i missed something it's a season seven Stinker. we're gonna do some crazy yeah. shit, do some crazy shit kind of episode it feels so. kind of like a filler because it's like i mean well especially before this they had like the alexander the the Wesley one, they had all kind of these wrapping up these ones, especially oh, yeah. the next one, you know, wrapping up Rose's story. Yeah, for sure. This doesn't push anybody's story, doesn't tie up any kind of loose end or anything. This is just like a, hey, we're going to fuck around on the holodeck one more time. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and it was either this or the other option was to do another Dixon Hill episode. That was their other story idea, to do another <sighs> Dixon Hill. Mm, I'm, I'm I, glad I think I would have preferred that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, something. I don't know. I'm glad they went with this randomness. Can yeah. uh, speak telepathically to holodeck characters? Or since... Because uh, hmm. you brought up the fact the whole cast was down there, and that's what I realized. I was like, I wasn't really sure why. She was just kind of there to... Well, I mean... hanging out. No, yeah. she can't, but I mean, I guess I, I, 
as a therapist, she could interact with them. Kind of assume yeah, that they're, I think that was... they're like humanoid like. Yeah, or to try to like analyze them, I guess. Yeah, well, and just to get just to get information out of them. Yeah, because that's pretty much what she does. I mean, she goes to the table and sits down and starts talking to him about the puzzle and where they're heading and just trying yeah. to figure out what the hell's going on. So truth. Mm-hmm. Cool. That was the most yeah. logical part of the episode. This <laughs> is not think too much about it and be just fine. No, it's not. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> All right, let's. I guess I will put an end to this uh, hate fest. (laughs) It's terrible. All right, let's. Wow, I know. I did. I did not. I honestly did not expect this level of hate for this episode. I I think it's fine. I don't. I do too. I enjoy watching it. It's fun. It's not. I don't know. It's just. I didn't see a three. I didn't see a three coming at all. That's fair. It's fine. Um, let's do this then. Uh, Kim, like I said, you, I, I always enjoy your TikToks. Where can people find you on your social medias? Uh, yeah, I'm Kim Engineers on TikTok, and uh, kind of on Instagram. It's the same handle. I just I haven't figured out if I can if I'm into Instagram yet. So no, it's, oh, it's and Twitter, a different vibe. Same thing on Twitter. Which I'm also okay. not into. Man, I don't know. It's, it's only TikTok. <laughs> I got the nerd thing going this year where your brain is either obsessed or doesn't care. Mm. Oh, I, yeah, I get that. I can see that. that. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, oh, have you? I, I'm a little behind on your videos. But did Did you finish your, your little library? No, that's going to be in a couple weeks. Okay. I'm, uh, yeah, I've been slowly building a little free library. And uh, putting out like the little steps on TikTok. And yeah, people are probably like amazed that it takes this long. It's like a tiny little box of books. What it could be hard about it. But but I am taking my sweet time and making okay. some mistakes and kind of ranted this t- tonight about the uh, stupidity of making my own corrugated metal roof. <laughs> it's getting to me. It's starting to get weird. But no, it's, it's really close. So that's been a fun, fun little series. That'll be cool. It's going to turn I'm into excited. one of those. Hey, come back for part 73 where we put the thing. <laughs> it's like little furniture in it. Yeah. You're going to go all out. There's been a lot of parts. Yeah. That's all awesome. Parts. Right on. Um, okay. Well, you're, you're sticking around for the next one too. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You awesome. can't leave awesome. it with just that. Oh. No, we'll, <laughs> we'll throw in a good one. Yeah. We'll throw in a, a good return. One. Yeah. Like I'm never coming back again. <laughs> it's a terrible episode. All right. Um, Okay, uh, David, why don't you do our spiel, and then we will end this one. All right, yeah, check us out at, at finding out what is your nerd trek at thenerdtrek.com, where we have links to all of our social media sites, including our other podcasts, such as Aiming to Misbehave, and some others that we have coming down the pipeline. David, you can what see, is Aiming uh, to Misbehave? <laughs> Why, thank you for asking, Phil. Aiming to Misbehave is our new Firefly podcast where we forced Jeff and Phil to watch through all of Firefly and then be grilled about it by me uh, for 15 episodes. (laughs) Uh, We've released... Uh, by the time this comes out, we'll probably have two or three episodes out. We've definitely got the first one launched, and it's getting a pretty good reception so far. We did that with one of our Nerd Trek uh, friends, Kara. Uh, who will also be putting out a podcast for us on this network soon too. So mm. yep, check that all out at the nerd uh, You can see us smiling into your soul in the meet the nerds section. Uh, you can go buy some of our stuff at bonfire or at cafe press. If you still feel like going there, 
And whenever you are done just watching bullshit life spawn the life around you, you can give us a five-star rating and review <laughs> it out over the air. Awesome. All right. That is it for us. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Genuinely. Uh, it doesn't seem like it. I promise that, that we do. <laughs> um, that, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. See Bye, you. Guys. Thank you.